It's Monday, December 11th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, this is our weekly Monday morning Bible study, and today we are continuing our study on the gospel according to Luke, and we are joined today by Blake Wilson, who is the Vice President of Operations for Lifeline, and he is going to walk us through Luke chapter 4, verse 31, through Luke chapter 5, verse 16, and we are thrilled to have him lead us through that, and also so today, please don't miss uh, day 11 of Advent on a separate uh, release podcast today. You can follow along with your family in our Advent series. It's so good to be back with you guys again today as we continue our study in the book of Luke. Um, I re- have really enjoyed this study and listening to all of our, our team um, walk through the book of Luke. And today we enter into the latter part of Luke chapter 4. And just to, re- to recount where we were, where we left off last week, um, Jesus had, was handed the scroll and he begins to read from the book of Isaiah, which R- Luke recounts in um, chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. And Jesus reads and says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, he, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And upon reading this, you know, we looked a couple of weeks ago and, and the crowd was amazed and they were um, surprised by the words and um, just began to stand in awe and amazement. And then as you continue to study through um, chapter four, we see that they actually um, escorted him up to the top of a hill because they were enraged at what Jesus had to say. So there was a lot of emotion in the room and, and they went from excitement to anger. And then ultimately we see that, that Jesus, um, kind of makes his way out of, out of the crowd. Um, and then he enters, um, into another synagogue and begins to preach again. So I just, I'm amazed by the consistency of, of Jesus and how he was not, um, not surprised by what had happened, um, but he continued to stay on mission. And as we read through Luke chapter four, we see over and over again how how people are bringing the sick and the blind to him, um, the demon possessed, and he continues um, to heal people um, and to cast out these demons and to perform miracle after miracle. And he he enters um, the house of Simon's mother-in-law, and we see that she was sick, and he heals her, and she actually begins to get up and and wait on Jesus and to serve Jesus um, in that moment. So you can see that that Jesus is you know he he is continuing um, to stay on mission. He is uh, remembering why he was sent to Earth and why he was. Um, why he has come. Um, so if, if we look down in Luke chapter four, verses 42 and 43, um, I want to, I want to read this passage because over and over again, I remember, or I've seen, um, the connection between solitude and mission. And we see that throughout the New Testament, but specifically in, in the book of Luke, um, we see over and over again the times of solitude that Jesus has, um, and how, that is tied back with his mission. So we can read in Luke 4.42, it says, At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to him, where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving. But he said, 
I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. That is why I was sent. So you can see that that Jesus was out in a solitary place. He was he was alone with his father. And I can't help but think that in that time he was um, just reconnecting after everything that had happened of all of the people, all the commotion, all the crowds. Um, he just needed that time alone with his father. And we can see examples of him seeking time alone with his father throughout the New Testament. Just to highlight a couple of those, in Mark 1.12, it says, At once the Spirit sent Jesus into the desert, and he was in the desert for 40 days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and the angels attended him. If you look in Mark one thirty five, it says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. In Luke chapter 6, it says, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray, and he spent the night praying to God. There's just numerous examples when you study solitude and see the life of Jesus, of just spending time alone, trying to get away and to reflect. And and here in Luke 4.42, we see that in early in the morning, he is out in a solitary place. People come to find him because of all of the miracles he's been performing. But 43 is, is, is Jesus stating his mission. And this is what I want us to be reminded of today. He says, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. That is why I was sent. Jesus was sent to proclaim the good news. And even though he could have stayed there, even though there was there were people trying to keep him there, people trying to um, bring loved ones to be healed or demons to be cast out, he knew he had to keep moving because he was sent to proclaim the kingdom of God. You know, I, I evaluate my own life and I, and I see how many times I am distracted by the busyness around me and how I neglect solitude with the Father. But when I see this example of Jesus here in the book of Luke, of seeking solitude early in the morning, um, and then ultimately being able to stay, stay on track and stay on mission when he is trying, when people try to distract him from it. So I want to encourage us today um, to not take for granted those quiet moments, those moments where we have solitude with our Father, those moments where we can reflect on who He is and what He's called us to do so that we can stay on mission, so that we can stay focused and uh, and fulfill what the Lord has called us to do, which is to um, to fulfill the gospel, to spread the gospel throughout the nations. And at Lifeline, we we consistently remind one another of our mission statement, which says, the, the, the mission of our um, ministry, Lifeline Children's Services, is to equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to vulnerable children. The Lord has called us to manifest the gospel through every avenue that he has given unto us. And let us remind each other as a ministry and remind us as followers of Christ that our mission is to fulfill the gospel. Our mission is to spread the gospel throughout the nations to our neighbors to those we interact with daily so that we um, can further the kingdom of Christ. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.